0: Support for How in the Hell Did I Get Here comes from The Coloring Book Coach. Did you know it's possible to heal your heart and more through coloring and the support of The Coloring Book Coach? Visit thecoloringbookcoach.com for your free coloring book. Hey, it's Kim with a quick but huge thank you to everyone who's left us a review so far on Apple iTunes or anywhere else. Myself and my sisters really appreciate you. Here's one from Stiletto Camouflage love this podcast with down-to-earth quote-unquote real people. It's like being the fly on the wall and listening to family conversations. It had me laughing at them laughing. Great listen. Thanks so much. And keep the great reviews coming. We sincerely appreciate it. It really means a lot to us. And now on to this week's episode of How in the Hell Did I Get Here? Traveling can be a lot of things, but for Erin, Carrie, and myself, these three travel stories find us in some crazy predicaments. Erin does what seems like the logical thing on a family vacation to Disney World. It's just too bad she didn't read all the directions first. Then, Carrie just wants to get to Iowa for a niece and nephew's graduation celebrations. The big question is, Will she even get on the plane? Will she be detained? Will she ever make it past the TSA? Finally, I find peace and serenity during my first parasailing adventure. Sadly, the people on the ground were having the opposite experience because of the lack of one small detail. Welcome to How in the Hell Did I Get Here? Quick note, today's episode contains swear words. The importance of thoroughly reading the directions becomes painfully obvious for Aaron during this 12-hour endurance test.
1: So I will start it off with this. I tend to get backed up when I travel, like just the pipe stop working and it was no different on this trip, evidently. So maybe two or three days in, I'm feeling uncomfortable to say the least. And we were staying in a timeshare at that point. So I, Sky, Sister Sky, and her family were staying in one room and we were in another. And I'm feeling really, 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 really uncomfortable. And so we, I think I made my then husband, or as my grandson would say, my old husband, go get me some X-Lax. <laughs> so I think, actually, I think we both went and it came in this package. It looked like a candy bar, right? It was like two inches by two inches. And I get back to the room and I just happen. This is like probably eight or nine o'clock at night. I just happened to be the poor, unfortunate soul who opened it up from the bottom. I opened up the wafer from the bottom, but I read the directions first and it said, eat, eat, (laughs) <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you what I thought it said, <laughs> which was, it. eat the wafer. <laughs> it, did. <laughs> it, didn't, <laughs> it didn't actually say that in retrospect. It said, eat one, one wafer. Wa- yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, I ate the wafer spikes it inch. was flipped over when you looked at it, so it, really yes. to you. it was one <laughs> square <laughs> It was one candy bar, and, and I was eating it. <laughs> like, hey, this is not that big. I can do this. Well, it tasted good. It tasted like chocolate. <laughs> and... <laughs> Somehow I saved the wrapper and it just happened to be next to the toilet. <laughs> Thank as... God sorry probably spend some quality time there later. Oh my god. <laughs> it said gentle effective relief on it. <laughs> I was okay, I'm sorry. There I, I have to oh. say it this way. I was shitting gravel <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> by the tenth time that I was on the toilet.
0: And I okay, remember this thinking, probably isn't for everybody, but I think this is freaking hilarious. No,
1: this you is this human stuff. This is don't do this. <laughs> Read the label and for God's sake, don't <laughs> open it upside down. <laughs> but desperate times. Oh desperate my measures. But anyway, oh. I ate it. I ate it. And then I went to bed. <laughs> and then the rumblings began probably two hours later. So and how much time did you uh, spend? I think all night. It felt like all night and literally, literally I had nothing. I mean, it was bad. It was, it hurt so bad. And that is when, that is when the next morning I was on the toilet for the last time I was thinking, (laughs) I happen, I happen to pick up the wrapper while I'm sitting on the toilet (laughs) and I read it again. And it said, Eat one wafer. Right. There were 18 wafers. Oh, my God. There were 18. I panicked. I panicked, and I'm like, oh, my God. Do I need to go to the emergency room? I I literally panicked and thought, I am going to die because I just ate 18. Well, I didn't die, obviously, but, like, three hours later, stuck in the middle of this row of people that was probably 50 people wide sea world and my stomach started doing the rumbles and the think dumb and dumber <laughs> oh, no. it was no. horrible i'm like how can this still be going on it was horrible so the moral of this story is read the label open it from the top
0: Anything can happen going through the airport TSA line. Maybe you forget to empty your pockets or take off your belt. In this travel adventure story, Carrie does everything right, but still sets off an alarming alarm.
2: So anyway, the story was I was going to the graduations in Iowa for for darling niece Sam and darling nephew Cal. Mm -hmm. Um, So I got to get from Christo River, Florida to Des Moines. So that means flying through St. Petersburg um, in Florida. So I I hire a car that's going to pick me up at 3.30 in the morning and take me down to the airport for 7 a.m. flight. The driver of the car waits until we're like almost in St. Pete to, surprise, let me know that she's never been to St. Pete, she has no idea where the airport is. I have no idea where the airport is surprise again. So we, went, we were like totally lost in St. Peter. Yeah, and
0: this was before like GPS on your phone. No, no, no. This was what? Last oh, year? Oh yeah, wait. I was, thinking, I was thinking like their baptism or something. I was
2: thinking little kids. No, you're right. No, yeah. no, 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 no. This was just recently. Yeah, recently. Okay. So, gotcha. And this turns out to be part of the problem. We're like in this residential neighborhood, dark, you know, there's like, it's all houses and nobody's up and about. So we're going to get arrested for prowling around. And I'm like going, you know, lady, I'm pretty sure they don't plop great big airports in the middle of neighborhoods. And she's insisting it's got to be there because Google GPS says this is where it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, and turn, you know, she was right. I turned mine on and yep, Google is just like messing with us. So anyway, we finally find the airport. It's like an hour of oh, wasted time. So we get to the airport. I'm just a wee bit stressed. I'm already checked in. I've done all that. La la la. Did that on the phone. Wandering Saint Petersburg. So all you gotta do is get right. through, get through security and get on the plane. Right? No big deal. Moving right through security. Everything's moving right along. Uh oh. You know, put my bag up on the rollers. You don't know, take off the shoes. <laughs> you know, you step into the scanner thing. You know, mm-hmm. you assume the what Vitruvian Man position. You know, <laughs>
0: right? And well, <laughs> I'm in big trouble position.
2: Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. I get scanned, you know, la 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 la. I'm step out of the scanner, I'm gonna get my shoes, go on my merry way. No, there's this very stern looking TSA agent blocking my path. She's got her hand literally in my face. Wow. Like tell it to the hand. Right. Yeah, like stop you know? lady or going yeah. down Yeah. And and she goes, ma'am, I need you to stop right there. Your oh, wow. groin area is alarming. <laughs>
1: Oh
0: my God, I would have said, well, it's been called a lot of things, but I've never heard that. Well, you know,
2: I'm telling you, I mean, okay, it's like six o'clock in the morning. I have not slept and I don't know how long. Oh God. I'm a little frazzled from just getting to the goddamn airport. But, you know, it's like, I don't really think it matters like where or when you are. That sentence is just going to stop your brain right in the crack. you know? Yes. I mean, you know, I mean, because in my head, I'm going... No, it's not. But I'll, I mean, what I say is is what. <laughs> I mean, what a, so and now she's just and this broad is scary, and she's just glaring at me. And she goes, "Your groin area is alarming. I'm going to need to pat it down." And I'm so. I mean, I'm, all I can think I'm is, "Get over here!" No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> So, and then she tells me, she's like, okay, now for your comfort, I I can take you to a private room and we can do the search there or we can do it right here. Will Carrie make it through the TSA?
0: Find out in a minute after the break. Hey, it's Kim.
2: I'm just popping
0: in to say hi and I hope you're enjoying the show and to let you know you're helping make a dream come true by listening. Making this podcast has been an incredible experience, and I love doing it with my sisters. Truthfully, it also costs money to produce a podcast, so I'm asking you today to please visit our Patreon page at How in the Hell Did I Get Here, which is found at patreon.com, and make a pledge to support us. We appreciate you, and we can't wait to make more awesome stories for you. You're amazing, and thanks in advance for your support of How in the Hell Did I Get Here. Visit patreon.com and search for How in the Hell Did I Get Here? Or you can hit the button on our website, howinthehellpodcast.com. Picking back up where we left off, Carrie's deciding whether to go away to a private room with the stern TSA lady or stay put and deal with her alarming groin situation right then and there.
2: And I'm like, I mean, you know, it's like this is, it's a no-brainer. The choice is pretty obvious. Either I'm going to let this scary frau Blucher, taking me off into a little tiny room You're right, never alone again. never to be seen again you know, right to rub my butt you know yes. <laughs> or else we we do it right here in front of god and everybody you know and i'll take for a i'm hour. i'm totally i'm thinking you know i can cry for help if i have to you know <laughs> so so I'm like, just do it, just do it here, you know. Figuring we'll just get her, get her done, you know. So I, I got a plane to catch. Oh. So, so, she does. She snaps on like the, you know, the rubber gloves. What? No. Yeah. Ha, yeah. Well, well, my grind is alarming. <laughs> <laughs> and she kneels down in front of me, and I'm like, this is just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> she starts okay so now starts the pat down searchy thingy right Uh and she's got she's running her hands up and down my my legs my butt my groin area Um, (laughs) but it's like okay but the whole time she's doing it Uh she is saying over and over and over again I'm touching you at the back of my hand I'm using the back of my hand. It's the back of my hand. I am touching you with the back of my hand. It's only the back of my hand. I'm using the back of my hand. I'm using the back of my hand. I'm touching you with the back of my hand. And it's like, what? holy. <laughs> and it's like, okay. You know, this is bad enough, but now this like weird mantra chanting thing. <laughs> is this is a true. How in the hell did I get here? This moment? is like now you're really creeping me out. <laughs> yeah You know, I mean, if you would just you know just grab the old groin area, I, I right. probably would have been way better off than <laughs> right than with this. I'm but touching. this whole hand, I'm using the back of my hand. <laughs> the back of my hand. I am touching <laughs> you. You know, <laughs> and so I'm just like, okay, now total willies you, creepy spooky, yucky, <laughs> TSA lady. And never, never, you know, not, never a light moment. Can there be? I don't know. But anyway, so she finally decides that perhaps my groin area is not so alarming after all. And she points me over to get my bag, my bag, which another TSA agent now has in his possession, right? Uh uh-uh. oh. And he ain't Mister Happy either. He's a <sighs> big, burly, bald guy. And he's got my bag and he's glaring at me, and he's also holding in his big old mitt my brand new fifteen dollar bottle of Paul Mitchell hairspray. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, crap. So then and he's like, ma'am, I'm gonna have to confiscate this. This size is not allowed. You, can, you cannot bring this in your carry on bag. Oh, no. And I'm like, you know, and it's like, yep, I screwed up that one. You know, so so I just like you know, like I mean absolutely like contritely. Right. You know, say, I just go, you know, I'm really sorry, sir. I got mixed up on what goes in what bag. My mistake. But no, he decides I need a lecture. <laughs>
0: at this point, I would have been like, fuck it. I'm going home. I <laughs> Obviously, the universe does not want me to go anywhere today. The whole thing is weird. Get me out of here. I need but a donkey.
2: You, yeah, yeah, I should have gone by donkey. Mm-hmm. So, so then and he proceeds to give me the, the whole lecture, you know, that, uh, you know, you will not be allowed to have this back at this time or any other time. You know, all confiscated items must go in the trash. Uh-huh. You know, it's over three ounces, and you're therefore not allowed to take it on the plane. Okay. So, and then he, like, like just, like, dramatically throws it into the trash can next to him. So, my brand-new $15 bottle of Paul Mitchell. Here's Right. So, insult but, to injury. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and here's where it's like, okay, now my brain and, like, my mouth do a disconnect again. Because it's like, all I can think in my head is, okay, you have effectively disarmed me. I cannot mm-hmm. take my brand new bottle of hairspray on the plane, because you are worried of what I will do with that on the plane, and that I may destroy the entire universe if I get that onto the plane.
1: Exactly. Right? Yes. You know,
2: this very could be a very, 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 very dangerous thing. You've taken it, and you have cavalierly tossed it into the trash can next to you. The trash can that's going to be next to you all damn day. Now, if my brand new $15 bottle of, <laughs> what is it? How much did it cost? $15? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, if this is a major threat to national security, why are you throwing it in the trash can, literally tossing it? We could have all gone kabooey.
0: Right. Right? Yeah, and
2: now, and it's just going to melt. It is, it's the absurdity again.
1: Yes,
0: it's completely it absurd is.
2: because your, okay. you and the trash can are going to hang out there all day. At any point, you could all go kabooey.
0: Right, You know? Exactly.
2: So, yes, so my mind is fully realizing the absurdity of it, but you're not allowed to speak to the absurdity of it. No, 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 no. God knows what would happen then. So anyway, so what? here's what, go, what goes out, out of my mouth at the guy. is, I just Fine, just throw it away. Not like it's going to do you any damn good anyway. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's <bald>. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, and because I've had it. By the way, I ran away. I ran away. I grabbed my bag and I ran. They
0: say what goes up comes back down. And that's usually true in theory, unless you're me in Mexico parasailing. It was my first time in Mexico and my first time really doing anything. You know, it was my first flight. It was my first time outside the country. Probably Mm -hmm. everything was a big deal. And of course, with DJ, my soon-to-be father-in-law, you know, his whole theory of life was we had to do everything because we may never pass this way again. That was his motto for life. So he decides we should go parasailing. Okay, so anytime I have to do anything like this where it's an unknown kind of possibly scary and life-threatening or life-ending thing, I like to go first because I figure if I'm going to die, I just want to be it done with. <laughs> so I volunteer to go first. So they hook me up in the thing and they take off, you know, I'm on the beach and the boat takes off and I go flying up in the air and it was amazing. I mean, it's so quiet up there. Have you done it? Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, I've done it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like so quiet, so peaceful. The ocean was completely beautiful. There was a marina, you know, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. So then he brought me back around like so I could see the beach and I see everybody down there. There's like five of them. The whole family. And they're like waving at me like doing the arms crossed, like danger, danger. But I'm like, well, that's a weird way to wave at me, but I'm like, Hello. <laughs>
2: yeah. And you, I'm you like, you were I'm, doing this off the beach. You were not on a boat.
0: Right. Well, the boat was yeah. pulling me, but I've lifted uh-huh. off the beach. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. okay. So, so you
2: did so you did it the dangerous way.
0: I don't even know. <laughs> I've never done it before. But I knew enough to go first. And I just like, want to get it over with. Cause I'm like, I'm already freaking out. Let's just get it over with. Then I look and the guy is like, he's gesturing and like telling the boat, like, go, go, go. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. And then I'm like, this is odd. I start kind of drifting where I'm coming over the marina now. And I'm like, well, this doesn't look good. I don't think I'm going to be able to land, <laughs> land in here. There's a lot of things I'd have to dodge, you know, like uh-huh. all on boats. So then he, they take me back down and I'm like, you know, this is getting to be an exciting ride now. So they swoop me back down, and I can kind of hear them saying, like, something. And I'm like, yeah, it's awesome. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so finally this goes on, and I think they finally get me close enough, and I hear them yelling, pull the rope, pull the rope. They never told me to pull the rope. Okay. So they never told me how to get down. I had to pull something so I would start to drift back down, and you know, when I was in position, and they never told me to do that. So I had a super long <laughs> <laughs> I did land obviously and I'm here to tell the story. I don't remember the landing. I just remember everything happened up to it because I was like in a peaceful state of mind and then it all started to get weird. Thank you so much for listening this week. If you enjoyed today's show, please share it with a friend. And we'd also really appreciate you subscribing so you don't miss another show. And if you can, leave us a review on iTunes. That really helps an independent show like us get out there. So if you'd like to see what caused all of Aaron's distress, we have some photos on our Facebook group. So come on over there to see the pictures and hang out with us. Today's episode was produced by Kim A. Floden and featured my sisters Carrie Floden, myself and Aaron Beach. Our music is by Silent Partner. Meet you back here next week for more How in the Hell Did I Get Here stories. Until then, pay attention, my friends. You just never know when you might find yourself saying, how in the hell did I get here?